Well, really, it was a two-pronged effort, and it started with the Wall Street Journal ad, which kind of set a marker that this was an important issue. We wanted policymakers in Washington, D.C. to see it. We wanted the business community in New York to see it, and we wanted people across the country to understand the precarious situation that's happening in the West with the drought and with regulatory restrictions on our ability to deliver water to some of the most productive farms in the world. So we started with the Wall Street Journal ad and then followed up with another 40 or $45,000 spend on social media advertising aimed at consumers across the West, uh, younger families, people with kids in the home that recognized the value of having safe and affordable food supplies at the grocery store. So all in all, we spent about $140,000. We created a landing page with much more information that uh, readers could get. And that investment drove over 210,000 people to the landing page and thousands that saw and responded to the Wall Street Journal ad. So we felt it was very, very successful. Welcome to What Are We Talking About? A podcast produced by Water Online. Hosts Jim Laurier of Maisie Injector Company and Adam Tank of Transcend Water, a dynamic boomer millennial combo, will help you demystify how to build a better brand for your business, keep current and prospective customers engaged with your company, and ultimately grow your sales. They interview some of the most interesting and unique water professionals who have used the art of storytelling to move the needle for themselves and for their organizations. Well, today's guest is Mike Wade, and we're really excited to have Mike uh, on uh, our broadcast today. Uh, Mike is the executive director for the California Farm Water Coalition, and I got to know Mike through my work with the California Agricultural Irrigation Association, and Mike's always been gracious to speak at a lot of our events to let us know about the benefits of irrigated ar- agriculture. And, and Mike, you've done a great job of, of spreading that word, so we're really happy to have you for our audience. Thanks, Jim. Glad to be here today. And Mike, I got to know you through Jim. Of course, the first time we met was over the the prep for this podcast. And when Jim originally told me about how much you recently spent on an ad campaign specific to water, I quite frankly, one was almost appalled that anyone would spend (laughs) that much money on a single ad. Uh, But as we got to talking, the results have actually been phenomenal. So I'd like to start there with you and let the audience know that Mike uh, and team, if you will, you can talk a bit more about it, recently spent over $100,000 on a single ad in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, just to make sure I'm right. It, yeah, it was the Wall Street Journal. Wall Street and Journal. It, was, it was about, it was 97000 for a one day full page color ad. Okay. Talk to us about why you felt that was the best way to get a message out about what you're doing? Well, we've been working with the Family Farm Alliance and the Klamath Water Users Association on water issues for a long time. And uh, an idea came out of the Klamath group that we wanted to make a big splash nationally about the issues of water in the West and the problems with getting agricultural water reliability And it's a national issue because it's about growing food for America. And so we thought the best way to do that would be an initial splash with a full page ad in the Wall Street Journal. 
So, so Mike, why don't you tell us about the results? Because they are, like uh, Adam said, pretty phenomenal. And, uh, you know, to, for someone to say, let's sign a check for that much money for one ad, obviously you felt pretty strongly that you were going to get the results that you got. Well, really, it was a two-pronged effort. And it started with the Wall Street Journal ad, which kind of set a marker that this was an important issue we wanted policymakers in Washington, D.C. to see it. We wanted the business community in New York to see it. And we wanted people across the country to understand the precarious situation that's happening in the West with the drought and with regulatory restrictions on our ability to deliver water to some of the most productive farms in the world. So we started with the Wall Street Journal ad and then followed up with another 40 or $45,000 spend on social media advertising aimed at consumers across the West, uh, younger families, people with kids in the home that recognize the value of having safe and affordable food supplies at the grocery store. So all in all, we spent about $140,000. We created a landing page with much more information that uh, readers could get. And that investment drove over 210,000 people to the landing page and thousands that saw and responded to the Wall Street Journal ad. So we felt it was very, very successful. And something interesting about the way that you went about it was, for lack of a better term, it was almost like a crowdsourced effort in a way. You had multiple people that were pitching in in terms of the total dollar value and getting bought in before you launch this ad. Could you talk about that process? Well, that's exactly right. It was basically a crowdsourced effort. We had dozens and dozens, uh, over 50 individuals and farm companies, farm-related businesses that contributed from small, you know, $1,000 or $2,000 to, to larger contributions that really helped get this momentum going. And what we found was remarkable, more so than the amount of money we raised, which was how fast it came in. And it was, uh, we were well on our way to meeting our budget for the ad itself within about a week. And by the end of the second week, I think we were closing in on the total budget for the entire ad campaign that has run for six months and had just a really terrific response. Yeah, Mike, so, you know, you talk about the crowdsourcing and, and, you know, an excellent way of raising money to do this. But obviously, when you have this many people, this many stakeholders involved, was there any part of the time when people say, no, we should do it this way? No, let's have wording that way. How are we going to follow up with the, the social media? You know, was anybody in particular that was was focused on doing that. So if you could tell us that kind of, because, you know, it seems like there was a lot of balls in the air and, you know, you, you, you were a conductor and you had a lot of people playing these different tunes and just want to get a sense of how, how you were able to get everybody, you know, moving in the right direction. Well, we did have a lot of opinions in the early planning stages back in March. And there were some different ideas on what our message should be and what the imagery should be with the ad itself. But when you have a collective group of really smart people that are working together, you usually wind up at the right solution. And that's exactly what happened in this case. We wound up with a message, an educational piece that targeted consumers exactly where they are. And that's with their interest in having safe and affordable food supplies and dependable food supplies in a time when global insecurity is rampant and we're seeing almost unrestrained inflation and uh, issues at the grocery store with the supply chain. 
we came together with a message that was exactly the right one for a consumer audience. That's why it worked so well. You're listening to the What Are We Talking About podcast. We'll be right back after this short break. This podcast is produced by Water Online, the leading web-based community for water and wastewater professionals, showcasing the knowledge and authority of industry thought leaders. Water Online provides actionable content from vendors you can trust. And now, back to today's podcast. And Mike, when you talked about the success of this campaign, you talk about the views and the impressions the the and their eye popping numbers they really are i mean it's amazing how many people have seen this and and have engaged with you on social media when you think about when you go to someone and say but here like here is a tangible impact here is something that i can point to that says here's the quote unquote roi how are you measuring that more so than impressions and clicks well impressions is is not a good way we we totally get it it's not a good way to to gauge the success of a campaign it's how the engagement worked and the the quantity of engagement in educational outreach programs industry wide on social media your response rate or engagement rate is usually fractions of 1%, you know a tenth of a percent half of a percent uh, is generally considered a pretty good response. We had a 3% click-through rate on this, which is almost, I mean, it's unbelievable. And beyond that, the people that came to the landing page spent three to five minutes reading the information, which in a, a world of short attention span theater is an eternity for people to spend on your web page reading all the content. And I believe they were there and they stayed there because it was a vital interest to Americans about their food supply and the concern over insecurity and being able to feed their families affordably in the future. And I think, Mike, well, our audience really would like to know, and and, and I think uh, it's part of the whole story, is that this wasn't just like you came up with this idea and then brought in this coalition, right, all these people. You've been building coalitions, community around this subject for a long, long time. So it was it was crowdsourced, it was you know funded, but it wasn't just like, well, we came up with this idea, let's get a group of people together. You've been doing this for a number of years, building this community. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, the California Farm Water Coalition is uh, positioned well as a nonprofit to help get groups together to, to develop and disseminate educational information on farm water use how farmers use water to grow our food and the connection between water and the nation's food supply. And we've been conducting industry-wide conference calls with communications professionals with other ag organizations, some policymakers from Sacramento or Washington, DC, uh, officials that are in appointed positions and others uh, have been joining these calls for uh, much of the last 15 years. And it takes a long time to build uh, the trust and build uh, the kind of group that we have together now that works closely together, works on common messaging, works on taking the facts about agricultural water use and presenting it in a way that helps the public and our elected officials understand the value of farms and the crisis situation we're facing now 
in terms of water supply in the West. Mike, if you, you know, inevitably there's going to be someone listening to this that says, amazing, he's able to, to, to piece together a hundred grand or 140 grand to run these ads. But where I'm at as a public utility or a small vendor of water, wastewater treatment equipment, I might have $10 to my marketing budget that I can use. What advice would you have to someone like that thinking about how to get the word out about what they're doing in a way that's meaningful and impactful when they don't have that kind of budget? Well, I think key to this and key to any successful effort is to have a, a good coalition of partners that understand the, the crisis that you're dealing with, that understand the goal that you're trying to attain and building those partnerships and getting people together that share your vision and that share the urgency of getting the message out. And I'll add, I mean, 140,000 was a great effort and we had good success, but we're competing with entities that spend millions of dollars a week to get the public's attention. And while we were able to do that for a short period of a few months, uh, it's still important to stay engaged, to have a long-term effort underway and to continue to feed information to the public about the value of agriculture across the West, especially in California. Yeah. So, you know, Mike, uh, with me being part of those calls that you've been uh, putting on, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, what you've done, uh, the coalition has done. What's next? Well, we have a, a huge effort coming up in the, the coming year. Uh, the coalition is working on replacing our uh, social media director that we've had up through March of this year. Um, it's been a difficult year for us, and we're working on our budget to make sure we can do that. So uh, we want to continue to expand agriculture's presence in the public domain. And we can do that effectively as a nonprofit. Uh, contributions are tax deductible to help pay for efforts like this and keep a constant drumbeat of positive messaging about farming and the water supply that's needed for it. So uh, we encourage your listeners to join in our efforts. Uh, we're happy to include folks in uh, our educational information and to make sure that we're getting facts out to the public that count and that, that, uh, that get people's attention. All right, Mike, so we've got one final question for you, which is our infamous airplane banner question. So Jim, since you're closer in California, is going to come pick you up in this little two-seater, fly grab me, and we're going to fly around the world and put a message in front of every water professional in the world. And you've got this banner on the back of the plane that you can have any sentence that you want to tell every water professional. What sentence do you want to use? What do you want to, what do you want to tell them? Well, I think the natural one for us, and we would hope that water professionals would carry this message to their customers and to the public anywhere that they have influence. And that message is food grows where water flows. Excellent. Well, Mike, this is great. And uh, I know our audience will get a lot of benefit from, uh, you know, the work you've done. Um, so thanks again for being our guest. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Adam. It's been a pleasure.